At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Tuesday. It's Futures Day here on the show. We'll get back to some futures, including World Series MVP odds coming up in about 20 minutes. Right now, though, let's go back to the guest line. Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com, the Bet the Board podcast. He's joining us on the getmyphoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit getmyphoenix.com. To learn more, Brad, big picture before we uh, get to the games this weekend, we were debating last week whether or not there's a path to three SEC teams in the Final Four, in the playoff. Um, Your thought on that, I'm I'm sure you've started to think about how this whole thing is playing out. Do you think there's a path to get there, and and is it realistic that we get Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee all within the college football playoff? I think there is a path. I wouldn't say, you know, it's a huge long shot. I mean, I think it's reasonable. Obviously, there's going to need some help. I mean, Clemson needs to lose a game, and they're going to be favored in every single game. So, I mean, the best chance for Clemson uh, to lose would be in South Bend uh, next weekend. So, that would need to happen, obviously. You know, the Pac-12, I mean, I could see a case where, I mean, if USC is a one-loss team and their only loss is by a point to Utah on the road, I mean, I think SC is going to be attractive than maybe that third uh, SEC team. So uh, they'll need SC to lose another game uh, if they are indeed, the, you know, the, 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 the champ out of there. Or, you know, Oregon, I'm not sure that their case is that great because uh, of a blowout loss to Georgia. It, it, it's doable. I mean, I, I think Ohio State's going to, be, you know, going to be a clear-cut favorite out of the Big Ten. If it's not them, it's Michigan. So uh, they they got some, they need some help. I think TCU ends up losing a game or two, so that they'll get help in that regard as far as the Big 12 goes. Brandon, we had a few conversations over the summer. You are one of the college football market makers with uh, some of the adjustments that were made, whether we're talking about the futures coming into the season, week zero, week, week one lines that you were betting into. Uh, with the transfer portal that we have, number of coaching changes, is there anything that stood out over these uh, these eight weeks that, that you're going to take into uh, your handicapping as you prepare for next season. Anything special about the 2022 year so far? That's a really good question. I think as far as me self-scouting, 
I well, first thing I, I already know I'm gonna make some changes. I'm gonna be less involved with college basketball just because I mean I, I need to work more on college football. Believe it or not, I just uh, there's so much roster turnover and coaching turnover that requires more attention, uh, you know, than what it did even five six years ago. Personally, maybe one of my weaknesses is, you know, there's just fundamental changes with teams. Like I, I thought LSU and USC would be improved. But I, I didn't fully grasp on how that entire roster overhaul, how much improved those two teams would be. So that that is me going forward. I guess I'm going to have to be more aggressive in some of my upgrades with these teams that have significantly upgraded specifically at one key spot, that being quarterback. So now that's something I'm going to have to take a look at. But it's still relatively new. I'm all about I need sample size. I need more data points. So I'm never going to be in the business of overacting just the one year. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you mentioned Michigan a few minutes ago. I'm curious, Michigan State and Michigan, they have been playing each other so tough for years now. Do you think Michigan State uh, can cover the 21 and a half? Well, it sounds like a square dog, but I'm here to tell you, uh, I'm on Michigan State because I've watched this series for you know the last two decades, and I know Michigan says every year is different that they're going to you know step on the throat of little brother, and it never happens. In fact, to this point spread right now, uh, I mean Michigan out of the last 19 times these two teams have faced each other, they've covered this point spread one time, one time they beat Michigan mm-hmm. State by more than three touchdowns. So I get it, Michigan's been dominant. Uh, the Penn State victory well, was as impressive as any win that, that any team has had all year when, when you consider that, you know, in blowout fashion the way they did it. Michigan State's been down. Although I'll say this, I saw some signs of life for Michigan State in their last game against Wisconsin. I think that was a really good win. Uh, they're starting to get healthier off the bye. Uh, I mean, look, Michigan can totally, got, you know, control this game, win by 17 to 21 points, and Sparty still takes home the cash in your wallet. So I'm going to take Sparty here plus the big number. Brad, you mentioned you think TCU could lose a game or two. There's seven and a half point favorites this weekend at West Virginia. Is this a trip up spot or you think they take care of business here uh, on the road? It could be. Uh, you know, the problem I have with this particular game is West Virginia's secondary is pretty bad. And I just don't know that they can keep up with TCU's speed at the outside. You know, the, the concerns I have with TCU moving forward are, number one, they benefited from playing a bunch of backup quarterbacks. That'll probably end up costing them. Um, they, you know, so I, Texas would be a game where I think TCU is going to be a clear underdog in that one. That might be the game more than this one. But it's kind of a sleepy spot, you know, tough travel spot to West Virginia. It's not an easy, uh, and, you know, place to get to. They're off four or five straight big games in a row, TCU is. So, I mean – for me, I understand why there's been a little bit of money on TCU. It opened, I thought, a little short at seven, but I think by the end of the week I'll have a West Virginia ticket in my pocket. What have you, uh, what have you already bet? Well, I mean, how long is your show? Uh, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> we got time. <laughs> I have made about 40 bets already. Uh, oh, wow. I'll, I'll give you a couple of my favorite ones that were a little surprising to me. Uh, Illinois, I thought, opened too short. I mean, they opened a five-point road favorite. I mean, this Illinois team is legit. I know because I've lost some bets going against them. Um, they, they look very similar to what Brett Bielema had at Wisconsin a decade ago. Uh, but also, the total, I thought, was too high. It opened to 56.5. So, 
I know you're thinking, ah, trap spot at Sleepy, it's Nebraska. I think Illinois off a bye smashes Nebraska. So uh, that's one that I bet. I was also a little surprised Notre Dame opened favorite against Syracuse. I was actually looking to bet on Notre Dame. I was thinking Notre Dame was maybe I can get a three and a half uh, on the Irish, uh, you know, buy a low spot after, you know, the, the last couple of weeks have been less than desirable. And everyone just saw Syracuse go down to Clemson and play really well. But, I mean, heck, they opened Notre Dame favorite. Now all the money's been on Syracuse. I think the, it's the correct line now at three. I would not get to the window right now at the current number, but I did end up playing Syracuse just because you, you bet numbers, not teams. Wow. All right. I love it. What about Ohio State? I mean, even when they don't play their best game, they're still winning easily like we saw last week um, at Penn State. Uh, who do you like in this matchup? Well, obviously I like Ohio State to win. Lang, covering 15 and a half in Happy Valley is probably a different story. Uh, another tough line. So, you know, I'm probably hemming and hawing here because I, let me be perfectly frank, numbers are a lot tighter than what they were even three, four weeks ago. Um, you got to take advantage of inefficient markets. I bet Ohio State in this game, but I'm here to tell you, I bet it last week. Some books posted mm-hmm. 11. I thought that was too short. I thought we were going to at least 14 here. Um, I, you know, a push came to shove. Uh, it's a situation where I would take Penn State at plus 17 at 15 and a half. It's a no bet. If you had to get involved at the current number, I'd lean under 61. That's a pretty high total for a Penn State game. And I think Ohio State's defense is legitimately really good. Brad, uh, I'm talking about Brad Powers here. A si- similar kind of game. with a top team against uh, in a conference game favored by a, a good number of points. Tennessee, 12.5-point favorites against Kentucky on Saturday. Tennessee's at home. Ohio State obviously on the road here. What do you think? Would you lay it with Tennessee? Would you be on that side of this game? Or, or do you think Kentucky could keep this within, you know, 13 points? Yeah, lean Kentucky here. Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky spot for Tennessee. They got the monster game at Georgia on deck now. I mean, Kentucky's been a pretty big rival theirs, at least recently, because Kentucky's gotten the best of them. Uh, It's tough because Tennessee could really struggle almost all game long and then hit a couple of big pass plays, and then, I mean, you end up with a losing ticket. But I think Kentucky's built to at least have some success here. They can play keep away from Tennessee's offense uh, with their ground game. I I think Kentucky's pretty good defensively. So, for me, it's a lean on Kentucky plus 12-and-a-half, and I think there's – Obviously, uh, if you want to, you know, coincide that with the total, I mean, if you're leaning Kentucky, you're also going to lean under 63 and a half. Any, uh, on that one, any concern, I don't know if you, you buy into look-aheads, but what's shaping up like one of the bigger regular season games of the season, Georgia-Tennessee next week. You've got, uh, what, Georgia-Florida this week. Just talked about that Tennessee game. Are you looking at any of that at all? I've already bet it, and I think people are surprised, but I laid it with Georgia. I laid 11 and a half. Uh, I know it sounds like a lot, but I just did the comparison. I think Georgia's better than Alabama this year. I know Tennessee beat Alabama, but I like looking at point spreads to see if there's any overreaction, underreaction in the market or any inefficiency. So Alabama was favored by nine at Tennessee. That means Alabama at home would have been about a 13 to 14 point home favorite against Tennessee. And again, I think Georgia's better than Alabama. So that's why I thought that 11 and a half was a little short. I, I honestly just say the two teams, Tennessee and Georgia, play to expectations, went comfortably this weekend. I expect Georgia to be right around a two touchdown home favorite next week. Brad, any conferences still up for grabs with some value that you like? 
futures markets. Uh, Big 12s, I, I still, I mean, obviously, I think TCU is going to be one team on that side of the Big 12 championship. Who knows on the other, you know, other side? It could be any one of six teams. So that would be one. Maybe I'd take a peek at. I think a lot of the other conferences are shaping up. Uh, SEC, I still expect Georgia, Alabama uh, to, to play there. Uh, and, you know, Big Ten, you know, to me it's Ohio State. I mean, I'm not saying they'll be a significant favorite over any anybody that comes out of the West. Right now I'd, I'd say it'd be Illinois would, would be the favorite there. ACC, it's Clemson. So, I mean, they've already beaten their top contenders, and I just don't see anybody uh, out of the other out of the Coastal Division and that could give them a game at this point. So, uh, Big 12 would be the only one, maybe Pac-12, but I think Oregon's kind of separating themselves a little bit. To me, it's between three teams, Oregon, you know, USC, and Utah right there. So uh, out of the power five, I'm I, I not ran in the window and bet uh, big long shots in any of those futures markets. Brad, looking ahead, we're a week away from Tennessee, Georgia. You kind of gave your perspective on who you expect to be there in the SEC title game. That would mean Georgia's going to win that game. What kind of number do you think we're going to get when that thing closes? What kind of spread do you think is going to be there when Tennessee plays Georgia a week from now? Yeah, I think Georgia's going to be about a two-touchdown favorite there. I've already bet Georgia in the game. I bet it last week. I laid uh, 11 and a half, and I think we're going to 14. Uh, obviously, a lot depends on what happens this week. You know, we could have entries or whatnot, but if both teams played as close to expectation, Georgia's, I think a lot of Tennessee will be a very popular public underdog next week. And when they see a double-digit point spread uh, from an unbeaten Tennessee team who beat Alabama, uh, Tennessee will be – it'll be probably a pros versus Joe's game in a rare instance where the pros are betting the favorite to the public's betting the dog. But Tennessee, I, I, regardless of what happens this week, I fully expect Tennessee to, to at least be a double-digit underdog, if not a two-touchdown uh, underdog there. Brad, you mentioned how much uh, you like what Bielema is doing down in Champaign with this Illinois team. Well, they're sitting on the other side. The, the tough where the side where in the Big Ten, if you're taking a future over there, you're just trying to get to that Big Ten title game. Do you think the Illini can go to the Big Ten title game, and is the value all shot right now? Yeah, and yeah I wish I would have bet them preseason. I bet like three, four yeah. different teams out of the West. Illinois was not one of them. I bet Purdue. I bet Minnesota. Uh, huge numbers, like 50 to 60 to 1 to win the Big Ten, and I just thought I'd hedge against the Buckeyes if they got there, but – Illinois was not the team I bet. I actually bet them, you know, sadly to admit, I bet them under their season win total. I've already got a loser there. Um, right now they're the favorite on that side. Now, uh, I mean, just the the only team that I, I would think would have a shot with them with some renewed enthusiasm would be Wisconsin, and Illinois already beat them and easily beat them. So uh, I, I know Illinois has got a tough game against Michigan, but, I mean, that's not going to impact them too much on that side of the division. They unfortunately lost the Indiana game, but – I just think that the rest of the West teams are going to beat each other up. Maybe Purdue's got a little bit of a chance, but they just got done losing to the Badgers. That kind of hurt them there. So right now, the odds-on favorite by far is Illinois to, to, to win that division. I mean, an absolute stunner. I mean, this was a team that you could have gotten over 100-1 to to win the Big Ten prior to the season. I love it. I know you mentioned you have like 40 bets already. <laughs> We've talked about so many, but anything that we didn't touch on that you like, that you, you've bet or there's still value? I like Michigan State quite a bit. Uh, and I know a lot of people like Michigan. I mean, the line's 22 and a half right now, and they took a little bit of money as we've been on the air uh, in the last 10 minutes. I just disagree with it. Um, right now, 
I kind of I think Florida State absolutely smashes Georgia Tech, especially if Georgia Tech has to play a backup quarterback. I, I think that is a 30-plus point type of win for the Knowles off of by getting healthy. So I don't – this is a very rare instance where I like a big favorite. 23-and-a-half I think is cheap on Florida State. Another team that I think is the most underrated team in the entire country right now is Texas Tech. I mean, they've had to play three different quarterbacks. they played a top-ten uh, schedule in terms of strength. And yet they've outgained every single opponent they've played so far this season. They're fresh off a blowout win over West Virginia. Uh, Baylor's a team that I want to play on. I respect their opponent. I love Baylor. I love their head coach, Dave Aranda. But I just think this number's a little short here. Texas Tech minus 2.5 would be another one. Great stuff, Brad. We always uh, appreciate your time and you hopping on the show. BradPowerSports.com, the Bet the Board podcast. Brad Powers and the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. This show, specifically Joe and Paul, been on the Phillies for a while. Can we find the World Series MVP winner? We'll jump into the odds next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.